mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from Matthew 28. And the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen as he said. Come see the place where he lay. Dear friends in Christ, words have power. The English author and politician Edward Bulwer Lighton noted the power of words and that adage that we have all used, the pen is mightier than the sword, meaning that written and spoken words carry more weight than violence or even the threat of it. Throughout history, we see the world changed by words. We remember places where we were when words were said, such as the South Tower World Trade Center 2 has collapsed. We remember who said words that affected the world or at the very least changed our minds. From the very notable words like Dr. Martin Luther, when he took a defiant stand at the Diet of Worms, he said, My conscience is taken captive by God's word. I cannot and will not recant anything. On this I take my stand. I can do no other. God help me. Amen. Or the words of Martin Luther King Jr., I have a dream, to the words of Nelson Mandela, who said, I have cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society. It is an ideal which I am prepared to die for. There are words that divide us, such as the words of chastisement by Greta Thunberg at the UN Council. How dare you? There are words that unite us, such as Ronald Reagan's words, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. There are more recent words, perhaps, that do not change the world, but are certainly good advice, such as our Prime Minister's words to wear a mask so that we do not speak moistly near each other during this COVID-19 epidemic. Words have changed the world, but none so much as the words that we hear today in the Gospel lesson from Matthew. This morning about 2,000 years ago, the disciples are afraid, for they think their Lord and their teacher is dead. Jesus' mother and the women with her are grieving. Mary Magdalene and Jesus' mom go to the tomb to see the body of Jesus. The angel of the Lord descends from the heavens and with words to change the world. The angels of the Lord says to the women, to you, to me, to God's people, to the whole world, Words that change everything from despair to joy, from dark to light, from death to life. Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. Dear friends, no other words have changed the world so fundamentally as these. There are no words, past or present or future, that have put the world on its head as much as these words have. No one could imagine such words, not the disciples, not his mother, not Jesus' friends, not the Pharisees, not the enemies of God, not the devil. Never a sinner nor a saint could imagine these words. For in these words is the pronunciation of God's victory over death for his creation. He is not here. He is risen. Good Friday, I preached a sermon on famous last words and said that some of Jesus' Last words that Friday were, it is finished. Jesus' Friday words were not the last word. In fact, the word of God is filled with remarkable words that lead us to this very Easter day. 
We heard the angel Gabriel's remarkable words to Joseph about the incarnation of Jesus at Christmas. The angel Gabriel said these words, Mary will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. We hear the word of God at the annunciation of God the Father, at the baptism of his son. This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We hear the word of God at the annunciation of John the Baptist at the river Jordan when he points to Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus had told the disciples these words, his father's proposition to save the world. He said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. On Monday, Thursday, we hear the Lord's remarkable words at the institution of his supper. Take and eat. This is my body. And then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying these words, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. We hear Jesus' words from the cross at his crucifixion. It is finished. The Apostle John, in his epistle, says these words about Jesus' death. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. What do those words mean? It means that the sins of the world, yours and mine, are sins of division amongst ourselves, our sins of idolization of things over God, our infatuation with sin, our persecution of our fellow man, our lack of contrition, our devotion to ourselves, our sins of commission and omission are all forgiven on the account of the death, the crucifixion of our Savior Jesus Christ. How do I know? By the words, the words of our Lord, it is finished. These words of God mean that sin is forgiven. All the sins of every person at every time in every place forgiven. And that brings us to today's remarkable words from the angel of the Lord. He is not here. He is risen. Dear friends, here are some words that Jesus said in response to the death of his friend Lazarus. And he says these words to Martha. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. For all who have died in the faith, for our loved ones, for our family, for our friends, for our enemies, for those who are struggling with health issues, for those whose bodies are failing, for those who fear this coronavirus, for all of us for whom the grave is inevitable, the grave does not get the last word. The grave holds no terror for us in Christ Jesus. Death is not a victor. Listen to the words of the angel. Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Christ is risen. The tomb is empty. Death is beaten. Let these last words ring in your ears from today until eternity. Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. Alleluia. And in Christ, so shall you. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus. 
unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.